Hello, everyone, and welcome to Rewind, the show where we talk about everything that has a story. Movies, TV shows, video games, and the occasional porn scene. My name is Oz, and per usual, I'm joined here by my co-host, starting with Ben, a.k.a. Astro Raven. Hey, everybody. Great and Ryan, also known as Big Papa, a.k.a. Gravy. That's true. It's Big Papa. <laughs> and so this week guys we are talking about a quiet place part one and part two yeah right all right before we get into the trailer big yes. papa that that sounds like a trucker name i just want to point that out i always want to lean towards candy cane have you guys ever seen joyride no i have not seen Joyride with with fucking uh with with brian o'connor no nope. or what's his real name <laughs> fuck what's his real name fast and furious guy died Oh, Rikus Katimpochi. Yeah, I know. I know who you're talking about. What the fuck's his name? What you yeah, mean, the dude that it. let his drunk friend drive and got wrapped by a tree? No, what? No, they, they they just drove a car that was fucked up. Oh, is that what happened? Tomato, I thought tomato, they got, yeah. I thought they hit a tree. No, no, he wasn't driving. No, no, they did hit a tree, but the car had like dual tires and it was kind of fucked up. Oh, so they they just took off wrong and he. I mean, he wasn't even driving. That's the sad part. Rough. Damn, what's his name? But anyways, they're yeah, it's about them like making a joke on a trucker and uh, because they call themselves Candy Cane, right? Like like a chick. And so they're trying to seduce him. He shows up and he ends up killing somebody. And so they're being chased by this trucker dude. It's it's a pretty shit movie. Oh, that sounds that's like death proof. Just shit. Paul Walker. Paul, uh, Walker. Paul Walker. Yeah. Damn, how'd I forget? Yeah, that's right. That sounds like shitty death proof. You saw Death Proof, right? The Tarantino no, film. Fuck no. Fuck no. You haven't seen Death Proof? No, I don't think I want to. That's a chick with the leg. No, 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 no. That's Planet Terror. That movie sucks. Oh, oh, the other ones with the uh, with what's his name? Kurt Russell. With yeah, Kurt Russell. He's like in the car. Yeah, yeah. So Planet Terror was Robert Rodriguez, and it was fucking awful. Oh my god, it was so bad. But Death Proof was badass. It felt like a um, it felt like an indie film, but it was like Tarantino directing. It was really cool. He's a stunt driver, and he uses his stunt car to murder passengers. Cause he's oh, safe. Yeah. I think but I remember hearing about aren't. it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Not. Not my. Not my steez. Nope. It was good. It's cool. No. I'm about to check it out. I. I just. I think I avoided it because of the chick with the one leg. And I, you know, it's kind of a weird. Well, thing that's for playing me. a. Don't you don't no have offense. to watch that shitty movie. No offense. That one's done by Robert Rodriguez, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it's terrible. Hence the shitty movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, I just watched. I just finished today. Um, the White Lotus. I just watched it. Dude, on a, on my, boy Martin, my boy Martin was talking about it. Is it good? Yes. The ending is in no way cathartic at all. Um, but the show was good. It's it's kind of infuriating. I, I described it to my dad as narcissism. The series. Everybody mm. is not everybody like 80% of the characters are rich white assholes. They're rich one percenters and you hate them. And um, this isn't a spoiler because it's the very beginning of the show. The very beginning of the show, they're putting a body onto a plane and one of the characters is alive and he says, yeah, I was there, somebody died. So then pretty much every episode is building up reasons for you to hate these characters and want them to get murdered until the finale. <laughs> That's right. the whole you, show. You just want one to die. Yeah, you he told me like to the, first, the, the first part of the first episode. So I was like, "That's interesting. But he told me that it's super slow, the first three episodes or something like that. Mm -hmm. yeah, and then it kind of picks up. But then he said he kind of ruined it for himself where he's kind of like put it to like high up and now it's kind of like no it's not know. it's not amazing but it's it's good it's good it was enjoyable yes worth a watch ben you should watch it because you could be able to you would put every character on a whiteboard and you'd start tearing them apart 
like up here because they, they do, 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 do sure. they're they sure. fucked up these people are fucked up i hate them all check it out. it's great it's how long great. have they uh it's six they, episodes they've already releases the last episode yeah it's a mini series so it's six oh, episodes perfect. it's done oh yep. we can knock that out yeah we could definitely do an episode yeah, on yeah. 100%. we can talk about that eventually um 100 yeah that's great well, shit, you want to take us into the uh, yes. movies? Let's get into it. So yeah. this week, once again, we're talking about A Quiet Place Part 1 and Part 2. Mm-hmm. Written and directed by Jim from The Office, also <laughs> occasionally known as John Krasinski. You know, nobody really calls him that. Uh, a Quiet Place is a unique horror film series that follows a family who must live in silence in order to avoid being hunted by alien creatures that hunt using sound. The series stars renowned actors such as Emily Blunt, Killian Murphy, and of course, Jim from The Office. Um, A Quiet Place not only marks itself as one of the best horror films I've personally seen or ever made, it also marks itself as John Krasinski's directorial debut, which is extremely impressive. So overall, as a series, what did you guys think? Ben, would you like to? I really like this movie series that's why i wanted to watch it uh so i would probably give it like an eight or a nine as like like I both parts it. together damn yeah. straight to the score yeah. let's go love it uh, yeah. no it's like oh, yeah, so, hell yeah let's go are, are we talking are we talking both like one score for both or one score each we're focusing on two but just whichever one you want to do if you want to give them each a separate uh as we went over before the show started i view them as like one movie with two parts yes of. Okay, fair. And I think that was the intention as well. Mm. Okay, okay. Nah, their intention was definitely one film, but yeah. No, it was one film, but once they started working on the sequel, they're like, what if we can make this a part two? It was a genius way to do part two, for sure. But let's hear it. Astro? I will give it an 8.7. 8.7. Okay. Not not even 8.75, huh? No no quarters or anything. Okay. Now, can I ask uh, clarifying, (laughs) is that too... Is that them on their own or is that them in relation to horror? Like, how are you rating that right there? Because I know That's... normally we rate it based off of its own merits. Yes. But yeah, uh, sometimes. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah just as by a movie itself. I thought yeah, it was I, like 8.7. Think... Since it's a sequel, um, it, it would also be fine to rate it directly in comparison to the prior one if you want mm-hmm. to separate the scores. That's, that's how I'm going to do it, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's shoot you. Let's see see what you got, Gravy. So I like the first one better. I like part one better. Well, it wasn't part one. It was just A Quiet Place. I like A Quiet Place better than A Quiet Place part two. Uh, however, it, it, if I were to rate them, I would say part two felt a lot like the first one. Just a little less... Part of what made A Quiet Place so good was that it was new and like original. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and this Different. is it's kind of the same movie a little bit in a way which we'll get into obviously uh so i would give it like a 7.5 maybe a 7.75 something like that and the first one i would give a solid 8 8.5 around there i i like the first one better but this one was good though don't get me wrong i liked it mm-hmm. so so for me i would have to agree with gravy i think the first one it hit a lot more notes for me personally so I would think I would give the first one an 8.5 because it was new. It was scary. They use things that aren't normally used to scare people, right? It, it, in a sense, sound, right? Yeah. Uh, but I would give us a, a the second one a solid eight. So not as good, but also definitely a worthy sequel, 100%. Definitely. Definitely. I agree with that. I I, I use that sentiment. Um, 
I watched it yesterday with my dad and uh, I was like, you know, we're doing the podcast. We're going to watch A Quiet Place Part 2. And he literally goes, all right, you know, I'll stop working. I want to watch it. <laughs> so we went and watched <laughs> it together. Uh, so he put aside like all his work to watch it together. And before we started, I was like, well, Oz says it's a, it's a worthy sequel. So I trust his opinion. And that was par partially why dad was like, well, let's just watch the damn thing, you know. He didn't say damn. My dad doesn't curse. Uh, <laughs> he does, but in very rare circumstances. He said, ben, Ben's heard it. It's very rare. <laughs> but yeah, A Quiet Place. Oh, my God. I liked it. I thought it was good. Yeah, so I love, just jumping straight into it, I love how it starts yeah. immediately after. Oh, actually, not immediately after. I like how it, we see that little yeah, before yeah. part. I, I like that. I, I agree, yeah. though. I thought it was genius that it's literally part two. It's yeah, like it you took. It's like you exactly. It's like you took the Blu-ray yeah. out for Lord of the Rings and put the second one in to keep it going with the movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. But that prequel stuff, if yes, I can, it if was I can, beautiful, bro. That's my favorite part of like apocalypse movies is the it's moment the it's going down. Yeah, yeah it's mm -hmm. the moment life is okay and then it happens. And then everything that's after honestly, that isn't as exhilarating to me. I love that. That's honestly where... what makes, um, which is another movie, right? Which is what what makes I Am Legend, the first part of it, so good, is that we keep going back to the original, like like the yeah. beginning, and you get a small glimpse of what happened beforehand, but it's enough to be like, fuck, it all went to shit. So yeah. I, I agree. I love that it was like such a small town, right? Everybody knew each other. But I also love how the, uh, like the, the little Mark guy was just watching the news in awe of like this crazy explosion that just happened. Yeah. While they're like, that is crazy, but I got a baseball game to go to for my kids. Mm -hmm. And I say, I'm yeah. just not going to pay for these groceries. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> I love the small town feel of that yeah. where he, he's like, I know, I know Jim from the office will come back and tell me what he took and pay for it. Exactly. It just makes the, the scenes following when they first get attacked that much grittier because mm -hmm. you want I'm sure every character there wants everybody to survive because it's such a tight knit group, right? Dude, can I say one of my favorite moments in this movie was during the prequel section, and it's when it's when uh, John Krasinski puts his hand in frame and covers the dude's mouth as he's praying yeah. the Lord's prayer, and it's like big meaty John Krasinski hand, and he's like, and that's the you can tell that that's the first time because that's like the iconic imagery of the. The yeah. movie is the quiet shh, that that gesture, and that's the first time it happens in lore. Yes, in relation to these aliens, I love it, dude. I love it. It's so cool. It's like the other people are hiding in there, but don't get like don't make any noise because they're like right out. Yeah, there. but that's so real, though, right? Yeah, that's that's what I loved about that scene. Is it's so real, especially the cell phone scene where the yeah. phone goes off yeah. is because that is so accurate to what will happen. Mm -hmm. Especially if like, let's say when the scenario, right? Our family's going to be calling like, hey, something just hit the, you know, like Denver or something hit Colorado Springs, something like that, California, yeah. right? They want to make sure we're safe. So they immediately they're going to call, yep. right? So that's exactly kill. what would happen. Yeah, instant <laughs> kill, yeah. Dude, can we just say seeing them like in broad day like that, like that was great. Yeah, just seeing them in the just just getting that full on beautiful view of these fucking monsters was great. I love the creature design for these things, how their it's whole so head opens yeah. up and the whole head is like a giant sonar like ear dish. It's just and listening it's for anything. Yeah. yeah, it's great. But I do want to say, um, I think it's bullshit that they would win that easily. 
I just want to say that now, just to get it out of the way, a lot of this movie rides on suspension of disbelief that we wouldn't be able to stop them. I think a tank shell would probably kill one, right? Like, do they even go over yeah. that in the first movie? Well, no, but I mean, I agree. I feel like something heavy machinery would kill, right? Yeah. But I feel because it's so, you Surprising. know, in, in, yeah, in traditional alien invasion movies, right? You see the yeah. spaceship, they land, they attack. So you're prepared for anything mm-hmm. I mean, as opposed to this. Like- Unless they like swarmed us or something. Yeah, you know, well, like, well, that's like, what happens here, right? Is they just, I think, but before the second one was released, they asked him how the alien invasion happened, and his understanding was that these aliens were basically kind of picked up or like did, like their planet was destroyed, but they were taken by an asteroid, or whatever. Yeah, like an coming to another planet. Yeah, them. and it just happened to just crash land on Earth, which you know, which makes them that much scarier because it just happens out of nowhere. Which is right? cool because I love that. I just love yeah, that. Yeah, no. Like, were they in hibernation for thousands of years? And then, oh, shit. You know, we've got Dude, somewhere to eat. Let's go. The scene that I love. Well, see, that's the thing, though, is they don't really eat, right? They just kill them. Yeah. They just it's almost like they're so them. dangerous that they're just like, they they see everything as a threat. So they immediately attack, right? But I love the scene. The scene that gets that scene going 100%, right, is when the sun looks up when, when he's about to bat. And yeah. he sees that big ass meteor about to just yeah. crash, right? And everybody just gets up and like, we got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. And, right? and of course, that's... and of course, this John Krasinski's mm. character takes the initiative and he goes, mm. "Okay, let's let's go home." I, I don't yeah, think that's over. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Game's over. Which We're was a good on. way to include himself back, right? Because mm-hmm. I think a big part of the first one was the father father and daughter relationship, right? Yeah. Um, it, it made I think that's what I love the most about the first one. Um, and why I give it that extra 0.5 because that scene where he gets a god man literally made me pop a tear because it was sad as fuck. It was heroic. I it love was it. sad as fuck that he tells her, yeah. I've always loved you and just dies. So seeing him again with her was very heartfelt and heartwarming. Um, but I love that he was able to include himself without having to take over the sequel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he was definitely. able to just say hi one more time before we say goodbye to that character. Oh, and what a replacement for the male lead. Killian Murphy. Yes. Oh my God! What a choice. He's one of my the favorite. The moment actors. he was casted, oh yeah. man, there's no reason why it wasn't gonna do good. Dude, I love him. You know who that is, right, Ben? No. Do you remember Twenty Eight <laughs> Days Later? That zombie movie way back in the day. Oh yeah. Where it's not really a zombie movie; it's a commentary on humanity. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. That's Killian Murphy. He's the main character. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's super. It's dope. him. He's amazing. Pretty much any any role I've seen him Anything in. Anything he's in, yeah. He's amazing. Literally. I don't think I've ever seen him in something that I like. I mean, like the movie might have been bad, but then again, I can't really think of a of, of a Killian Murphy movie that he's been in has been bad. But his performance is always top notch. Always, yeah. Simple, easy, over the top, whatever. It's still good. But in, in this one, I, I love when you first meet him, right? When he's yeah. by himself and he doesn't want to take off that that bandana when she's asking oh, him to take the, off the mask. The, yeah, because we first meet him well, in the prequel sequence. Well, I yes. think it goes along with what you were saying earlier about it's like a small town vibe that they have. And then, I mean, he's just been ignoring them for all this time. So he just wants to keep hiding from them. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I loved it because he doesn't trust anybody anymore. But that's that's yeah. later. Wow, that's later. Let's <laughs> let's get let, let's get there. Let's get there. That's later, though. That's that stuff's good. I love the whole the, it has a lot of mirroring to some of the thematic elements of the first film. 
you know, like the, the sealed container to keep something quiet with the baby crib is mirrored with an adult version in this one with the, uh, the big boiler that um they hide in all the time and i love they never explain the timer you just know the timer is about the oxygen in that room and stuff like that they they don't treat the audience like they're fucking stupid they they treat the audience like the audience knows has some semblance of understanding of what how life works pretty much i will say this though it did take me like a second take to realize that it was about oxygen when he puts the like the the, the clock i was like i don't know what's going on I didn't get the, the the latch until like the scene right after. I was like, okay, cool. So then we get stuck, right? Yeah. And then same with the uh, with the timer. Quiet. I was like, okay, yes. Yeah. So oh I mean, that was cool. But I loved. Let's go back to the um the baseball <clears throat> game, which is when we first meet Killian Murphy's character. Uh, he's with his family and everything. He's got the radio on, but also he's he's trying to communicate with the daughter. So he he asks, you know, how mm. do you dive? And she says. I'm like duh you make the diving motion yeah. right it, it, but i just love that that callback and it's also a cool added amount of conflict uh because in the first one they all could speak to each other they all can communicate but in this one killian murphy can't communicate that way because he doesn't know sign language that well so he has to talk and it like increases the the danger level of them adventuring together in the second half which i guess we will get to so um yeah. So <clears throat> I think um, like right after that, they're all running. Right. And he asked a very important question, which is something that I thought about, too, is he says, have you when when they're all leaving, John Krasinski's character asked him, have you heard anything from your brother on base? Right. Yeah. And so he's referring to, did you know, did your military brother tell you anything? He's like, I can't get a hold of him. I don't know what's going on. Right. And that's all the indication that you need to know that nobody knows what the fuck's going on. And it's a big shit show. Right. Which is awesome. Which leads into the whole next portion, which is they're trying to figure out what's going on. I, I love there's there's a hidden cut that I saw right away that I wasn't a big fan of. No, I hated um, it. I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Dude, yeah, dude, I I seen I seen a video where ben John Krasinski was like, "We wanted to do it as a one take, but this yeah. is and that." And I saw it immediately, and I was like, "Fuck, dude, it looks awful." Yeah. It, it just they didn't do it correctly. They didn't do it correctly. Well, it, they changed happens, lenses. It happens. The aspect ratio yes, changes, right, dude? Well, not the aspect it, ratio changes. It goes from being, the lens no, no, changes. It, it goes from being. It goes from being a little bit more wide and all of a sudden it's a little bit more tight and like the glass is up now forward and it just it's kind of jarring especially if you're looking for something like that right yeah i mean i mean i wouldn't say looking for it right but like let's say i'm sure for a fact that ben probably didn't notice it right oh <laughs> exactly so the average moviegoer but as somebody who's been in a film like me and gravy here and anybody with even the see... smallest amount of experience in film will see it anybody with even the smallest amount will see it or people that uh go out of their way to be like i'm a film person i'm a movie buff i only watch movies mm -hmm. you know anybody like that they'll see it but of course ben you're not saying you're the average audience because you're not you have, <laughs> you have a very specific education into real life character and that can reflect into your film experience but but yeah the the average audience no idea they're, they'll they they'll have no clue i don't even think my dad noticed it and i literally went ooh, like while we were watching and he was like what i'm like don't worry about no, it same. <laughs> but i saw a video of him like explaining it and i was like nah i mean you don't have to explain it i see it yeah <laughs> you're like i know it's there but but we go from there and the the thing that i liked about the first movie 
a lot was the way that they use sound with the daughter, right? Where yeah. we enter her world and you can't hear shit, right? Well, that I like was that cool. They kept that it up with the second movie too. Yes, yeah, exactly. Definitely. It exactly because I love how she's quiet about herself, and then when she when when he gets into the car, scared as fuck, she's all like, "What the fuck's going on? I can't hear shit." Yeah. <laughs> that was. Sick. But I love how they try to treat that as a one take, and then the cut with the radio, cut back into Blunt's character's car, or whatever. Easy, bro. It was dope. It was sick. Yeah, it was good. And yeah, then we go from really there well. to to that that stunt with the car with the bus. Hold on, hold on. Pause, pause, pause. Can you yes. disconnect and reconnect your audio and video? What's wrong with me? You're out of sync. What? Go back into it. The car scene. Um, I like the car stunt that they did with Amelia. Amelia, my God, Emily Blunt. Um, because it seemed. Oh, the bus. Damn, bro. I yeah. I lost super track. I'm sorry. Hold on. No, it's fine. I, I love the bus thing when they're they're driving in the road. That's dad. That's dad. That's dad. She's turning around, not paying attention. And then she looks up the road, and there's a bus coming at him with a hole in it where the driver would be. And you're like, "There's a motherfucking alien in that bus." I know there. Yeah, is. and it's slowly. Yeah, because we've seen <laughs> yeah. horror movies, right? We've all seen yeah. alien movies. We've all seen any kind of movie really, and we just see it slowly creep out. Yeah, it was badass. I was yeah, freaking it was out. Sick. I was like, it "Oh, was <laughs> just a clicker in there." What is this? Yeah, Last of Us? Pretty- yeah. I love how they click. Like that that it's just major Last of Us vibes every time they show up and they're I hate well, that each, shit. Each alien or like creature that comes out nowadays, it has to have a special like noise. Yeah, a special noise, something that like you can always recognize, right? Yeah. And I feel like that's that and like the sound that they make when they're trying to hear and shit that's just creepy bro well i mean it's been that way for a while too if you think about the xenomorphs they have that like breathy hiss noise that's iconic with them it's like that it sounds like steam kind of and then if you think of the predator the predator has a noise too so i i the iconic noise is you know kind of a staple of like monster design and uh they keep that up there's a lot of love for the john krasinski mm. seems to have a lot of love for like just film in general and I, I think which is interesting because i did see the interview where he talks about that he wasn't sure if he wanted the first movie that he directed to be a horror and he was able to so i said earlier it was written and directed by him but the first one was written by him and two other people but the yeah. second one was solely written by him which was interesting because it still kept up surprisingly well yeah and it's something that i've mentioned to you personally gravy was that the first one, and I, and I made a joke, I was, he just got lucky as a director, right? Because mostly directorial debuts are, they can be a big hit or miss, right? Yeah. Especially definitely. somebody who's never been behind the camera, um, especially somebody who comes from television, from a comedy series, right? And he's tried to distance himself a lot in, in different movies, but the fact that he was able to do so well the first time, I was like, that's kind of lucky, kind of lucky. But then the second one hit, and I'm like, fuck, okay. No, it's not luck. One, it's... how are you handsome? How are you funny? And how are you such a good fucking director, yeah. bro? This is some bullshit. That's not fair, yo. Yeah. And how are you married Emily Bunn? Get the fuck out of here. Anyways, break. We're, we're, let's let's go on to the next part. <laughs> I, 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 I just had a mad jealous, bro. Not gonna lie. I just lie. love that tirade. Mad jealous. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I God hate you, but I love Krasinski, you. you beautiful man. Fuck you. It's just oh, too perfect. Yeah, low key, bro. Who, yeah. who would have thunk skinny Jim Halper would be <laughs> would be beefy John the Krasinski beefy later. Yeah. John Krasinski, alien hunter, sacrificer, director. Jack husband. Ryan from Amazon. <laughs> oh, all shit, thanks yeah, to the office. Yeah, all, yeah honestly. All because, of, all because of the office. 
Real talk though, because <laughs> did he do anything before that? Whatever, it doesn't matter. No. He probably did, no. but nothing. Fuck no, no. Not but even some indie shit. He probably did some commercials, maybe. There's, maybe. there's no shot he did anything else. That was notably worthy. It doesn't matter. He's amazing, and we love him. All right. <laughs> so we're moving on to. Uh, are we out of the? Yes. Yeah, well, do you, do you guys want to keep talking about the prequel a little bit? I mean, was there anything I feel else like that stuck anything? out to you, Ben, in the prequel sequence? I think we covered like the big stuff. I just love the panic. I just love the build up mm -hmm. to everything's going wrong. I have yeah. one thing: a, a big asteroid that close would shatter all the windows. I thought that would have been cool, but it would have broken continuity <laughs> because the whole first film, most of the windows mm -hmm. on the main street are intact. Oh, uh, that's something else I wanted to bring up is I like the little Easter egg of the little, the little spaceship. Yeah, the spaceship. That was yeah. fucked. Yeah, that was dude. fucked. It just reminds like, oh, you no. of what the fuck happened. It yeah. reminds you of what happened in that first movie, that first scene. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, no, this movie's got some killer first scenes. I, I do want to point out, I was enthralled the whole first segment. I the whole I was completely in the whole uh, it, movies it, some movies can't do that to me but yeah. there was something about it and i i honestly think it's the sound design is what like pulls you in that's I why was, i gave it I such a high rating yeah the sound yeah. design the sound design mm -hmm. is out of this world i wish more movies had like cared about sound as much as this great. one does yeah like they think about what the like what we're listening to like they think about it they care about it a lot mm-hmm that's just perfect. Well, they make it a point to take noises that we filter out just because we've been alive for so long and point out, no, that's loud. Anyway, so I really like the sound design of the movie. I thought yes. that having the they just pay really close attention to what we're listening to, what we're experiencing. And I appreciate that. It's it's arguably the sound design is arguably the main focus of mm -hmm. the production is the audio mm -hmm. and I'm fine with that. That's okay. Audio and is 50% of your movie. The sound design they made for this movie, I think, you know, as you're correct, it made the movie. I did see online when I was looking up some information about it that some fans and some people for the movie were a little, uh, like, upset with it in a sense of, like, you know, most movies have an overpowering score. You know what I'm saying? The music's loud. It's more horror-esque, right, with the jump scares and shit like that. But this one lacked music, which I I, I liked. It I used like music it. in the correct spots, um, especially like the more emotional scenes. Um, but I don't think it took anything away from the movie. I think if anything, it made the movie better doing something so different. But it working, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't doing something different and then just missing the ball completely. It did everything it needed to. It also helps immerse you more to not have music all the time. Don't get me wrong, music can be wonderful. I mean, the ride of the Rohirrim in Return of the King is nothing without that soundtrack playing. It's really nothing. But with like a quiet place, it, it's easier to get more drawn in if the only audio you have is the world the characters are in. Mm. So I agree with not using music all the time. But when they do music, use it. Um, when they do music, when they do use it, it's, it's very appropriate. It's not, mm -hmm. it doesn't overstay its welcome. It doesn't take over the scene. It's very, it's meant to highlight the emotional, you know, highs of what's happening at the time. So I love it. Yeah, I completely agree. I think, I mean, that's why I said that I liked it too, is because of the sound, but it's just because it just like brings you into like exactly what they're experiencing. So coming from the psychology perspective, it just helps me understand their world a little bit better. 
Like yep. they have to be living in this like silence. Like they can't even like talk to their family members before. I mean, like 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 they're just constantly living in fear of this predator around them. And that's just a world that we just don't really understand otherwise. But I just no. it's a really cool movie. And I think that the sound really helps. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So going from this, we go back into the part two, right? It's the official part two, which as we stated, it starts immediately after, right? The moment the first movie's over the second one like yes. starts starts it's great and it's great. what i really loved about it that kind of caught me off guard because i wasn't expecting it to happen was that they don't really have time to grieve right they gotta move on because they just made this big commotion it could be it's more shot, aliens shot coming yep. it could be a lot of shit. yeah so they the first thing they do is like listen we gotta start packing shit to go right so Emily Blunt's character goes and gets the oxygen tank and case for the baby and stuff like that, right? Like, ready to go. The daughter goes and finds an amp so she can use her hearing aid to, like, use as a weapon, right? And then the son, let's be real, the son's useless. I don't give a fuck when nobody says the son is useless. Right? He just sits there and he's like, where you going? Where you going? Yeah, <laughs> like, maybe. Freak it out. Like, why so, do you even have to leave? Sorry, that's much later. <laughs> But then yeah. he goes, uh, the, no, which, which I would have liked if they would have all did something, but the son just stays there like, what do I do? And then like the daughter gets the amp and then she goes up and she fucking um, gets gets the signs to see which villages or which towns or which whatever the fuck they are, are still alive, right? Are still answering, which leads them to head the direction of Killian Murphy's character. Yeah, dude, that was a bummer later, though. When they're talking about the radio thing, that was a bummer. Yeah, I, was, I was so bummed. <laughs> but yeah, no, no, no. I agree. Uh, the kid. I mean, he's the he's the panicky young one, so that the other two characters can be the dad now, be protected. They also have an infant. I thought that was the panicky young one. No, that's an infant. <laughs> it's not a character. It's annoying. Which I um, love how they uh, how they <laughs> utilize the baby. It's it's actually kind of fucking hilarious. They barely used it. You know, that's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. is they use it as a burden of like let's let let's just put him away for a little bit. Yeah, it was a huge it was a huge plot element for the first one, the baby crying, oh my god. And then this one it didn't seem as big a deal. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. which is fine because other shit was happening. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but yeah. It, it's just kinda like way to drop that whole tension there with the baby because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter just put it in a box fuck it and eh, it's a baby whatever you can live sure. in a box <laughs> but, uh, as long as he got oxygen as long as he got a few holes in it he's, it'll, it'll still yeah. breathe okay as long as he's got at it. first i thought it was like sleeping gas or something i was like my goodness these people are drugging their child this is ridiculous no, no oxygen i just love the if, if it's green it's oxygen um I just love the pro tip. I worked in the hospital. Pro tip, everybody. If the bottle's green, it should be oxygen. If it's not oxygen, you can sue. Uh, really? <laughs> and by all means, sue. Um, Good to know. Yeah. They're, they're color coded and whatever. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, but then they move on and they have to leave like immediately and they're carrying all this shit and they're going down the sand. And I love it that they reach mm-hmm. the end of the sand. I love that. Other area almost. It's like, yeah, this is beyond home. where we usually go. Yeah. yeah. It's that Samwise to Frodo moment. The, if I take one step <laughs> further, I'll be further than I've ever gone. <laughs> you know that? I Yo, love that. Shit. I'm going to need a, uh, I'm going to need a Lord of the Rings reference counter in this video. So we can yeah, get gonna be a few. Yeah, there's been a few. <laughs> that, I mean, it's my favorite. Nah, it's my no, favorite film. I feel you. I feel you. It's going to be a reference. No, I, I can't you, reference Critical Role because y'all don't get it. <laughs> oh, for sure, hundred <laughs> percent. 
So they go, which which I love the next scene because it's like so it's this movie does very well at being fast paced. It's not slow. I mean, it can be in slow in some parts, but overall, I would say it's very fast paced and it fits the movie because it's like what just like an hour and a half almost. It's like Dude, an hour yeah, and forty five minutes. It was short. short. Yeah, it's yeah, short it as short. Yeah, it's like and, a short. And, and I was I was like waiting for like what it was next. I was like, what? Is it yeah, over? it's over. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're they're fucking short, so they kept the pacing very well, which not a lot of films do very good. You know what I'm saying? It's it's either lax or slow, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. If I could, it seems they slowed down for tension building and less for slowing the mm-hmm. um, momentum. It was more to be like, oh, there's a fucking monster, guys. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know that kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah. let's all, holy shit, there's a monster here. There were a mm-hmm. few. Let's go over the horror of it. There were a few. I need to stop touching my desk. I keep shaking my camera. There were a few jump scares, but they didn't feel. One of them felt really cheap, but the other ones felt earned because of the sound, how the sound works. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, the one that felt cheap is way later, and it's the train skeleton that yes. comes out. That felt cheap. Uh, that, I mean, that, the whole the whole thing felt cheap. What made the skeleton fall? I know that's it was a cheap jump scare. That's that's okay. the whole point. It felt yeah, cheap, but it. the other ones felt deserved. The the birds coming out, of course mm-hmm. they'd be nesting in there. There's like meat for them to peck at. It makes sense, I and also it's it's a good way to <laughs> to break the com- nearly complete silence of that whole build up sequence to that uh and then you know there was the jump scare of the first alien showing up in the prequel which mm. legit my dad was like oh and i was like hey relax <laughs> it's fine <laughs> it's, it's just okay. a movie dad yeah it's just a movie you're <laughs> okay it's not gonna get you <laughs> yeah so most horror nowadays to rant a little and you agree i know you agree yeah for sure it's not scary it's jump scares so it's mm-hmm. surprise not fear surprise is bullshit fear is awesome you know yeah yeah because if you're going home and you're thinking about that movie hell yeah it made you afraid but if yeah, you go home sure. and you're like that was fucking let's fucking jump scares i'm stupid let's watch something else fuck you you're a bad horror filmmaker i just don't John, like- you're not john I am a big advocate to not watch horror f- films because it's just mainly jump scares or like the story's not good. They're all pretty ass more than likely. Most right? of them are shit. As long as you like, you know, it's like you said it best. If you're still thinking about it the next day and you're like, oh, bro, I'm about to go to bed. I'm fucking scared of La Llorona, right? No, the, bad, bad movie example. But you that's know what I'm saying? That's a terrible example. <laughs> that movie but sucks. But as a, as a Mexican kid, that's what we thought about, right? Yeah. But like, just, just thinking about the horror scenes of that i would agree i think the first one was very good at that of making it scary because you don't know when they're gonna come right yeah you know you're you're not scared of a jump scare you're scared of the noise right you're scared that somebody's gonna make a noise and something's gonna come so that actually leads perfect into where that that next scene goes to is when emily blunt and them are going to the next location she hits a little tripwire and bottles come smashing down yeah. dangling and then immediately she looks back and says run Right, yeah. because she knows. Well, no, no, no. She goes. Run. She yeah. loudly whispers, "Run," which I love. I love the dedication to. We need to be quiet, even though we just mm-hmm. made noise. I love that shit. But I do love the build-up to the bottles, and it's the chain link fence. Yes, and it's really honing the viewer's brain in. 
noise, 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 noise. Because even when she hits that chain link fence, the tiniest bit with her backpack, the sound design and us as the audience, because now we're honing in on it, we're like, oh my God, that's so loud. And then, and you're like, oh, oh my God, that's so loud. Well, well before, <laughs> but before she trips over the wire, that they give us like that, like one or two second break of like, oh, she made it, thank goodness, with the huge backpack, yeah. whatever. And then it's like trip wire. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Well, then immediately they, they book it, right? They just start running. Yep. They start um, running I, as quietly as they can. I, <laughs> but I also think they look kind of goofy when they're running with like their their stuff, right? She has a uh, way. Who, who has the baby? Is it the daughter she has, has the baby, right? She has she the baby has and the, the shotgun. Okay. Emily Blunt does. The daughter has the fucking Amped. speaker because she's about to drop a mixtape. Yes. And a backpack. Um, and then the son. <laughs> I has, like, listen. Oxygen canister, I think. Yes, yeah. say say what you will because he is kind of like a shit character, right? The son gets the shit into the stick, hundred percent. That bear trap, bro, fucked me up. I was like, yo, I know, fuck. I jumped at that one. Yeah, I was like, oh, but I love, I love, 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 love. Can I say it enough? How he's just in shock. He has no idea what the fuck's going on until he looks at his fucking mangled leg and then he lets yep. out a big scream. But the performance right after by Emily Blunt saying, please, I, I know, I know, I know. Just please be quiet. Oh, my God. Bro, how is he so talented? Yes. How it so was a great talented. performance, but cover his fucking mouth. Cover that kid's mouth. Stop letting him scream. Well, she well, lets she him scream like three times. But at the same time, yeah. But I mean, she does the best, right? To like, like try to cover his mouth. But at the same time, you're right. Like cover this motherfucker's mouth. And I also like, you know, it's revealed that Killian Murphy's character is watching him through the sniper scope, right? Yeah. He's not even trying to like shoot. Nothing. He's just like, you know what? I'm gonna watch him die. Fuck it. I'm gonna watch him. Hey, I'm gonna watch him die. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, I mean. There, he knows at this point there's nothing he can do because he doesn't know they can kill the, you can kill that's them. true that's true i mean it, it is a good reveal though when it's a great when reveal. the first alien comes mm -hmm. and she's she hits the fucking she's like listen to my mixtape drops the it's damn the, going crazy her, yeah, i think it's switch. like a, i think it's a, it's a hearing aid is it a hearing yeah. aid or a cochlear it's a hearing aid because it has I, it looks like it has the drill you know the I implant know, I think that it's just a hearing sends aid. electrical images uh, I think yeah. okay i think well, it's just it, yeah, I think Whatever it is, game. the feedback, she kills the thing. Emily Blunt is a badass. She pulls the shotgun out and it's like an action movie shot of her. Yeah. <laughs> and it's... you're like, you're like, okay, John, we get it. That's your wife. Which, Relax. Which I really hated how that first movie ended with that shotgun thing. I was like, bro, what what movie we 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 went from such a good horror movie to being like, let's get these aliens, and then we cut to the next movie, <laughs> right? Um, which which that 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 part two scene opens up with her cocking the shotgun again. Yeah. Right, so I'm like, okay, cool. That's that's you three shotgun shells. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> they're just on the ground now. <laughs> but then they pick them up, right? They, they they pick them up and they start running straight into the. Uh, it's like a warehouse, right? It's like a metal warehouse thing. I I really don't know what it's the fuck the warehouse foundry. was exactly. It's like a steel foundry. Okay, copy. Yeah, because you see the big. Uh, I think later one of them falls through the floor. It's like a big cast iron like ball mm, thing yes you're yeah, right you're so right. they melt metal into that and it stays liquid in there like attack of the clones bro <laughs> that terrible movie <laughs> that's that's yeah. the first star wars reference terrible references there we go i'm your, I'm your guy i'm your guy for that I well then they're saved by killian murphy himself which is the goat right he's escaped oh, he's an action zombies. hero this movie yes yeah he's fucking rambo kind of... <laughs> so he gets in which 
I love the shot when he, you know, he picks up the sun and he's running with him and he just dies. He jumps into the little silo thing. Yeah. That's, That's just cool. so funny. Okay, I was curious about how the mom got down there while she was carrying the baby. She just we don't cut to that the scene because it's, it's too complicated. It's too, it's too complicated. <laughs> but I, I would assume she grabs matter. it right, slides yeah. down, eats mm-hmm. shit. Uh, but like, baby? I do like because because that's all I thought about too was like how how is she gonna get down there with the baby? But I love how they cut away and go straight into the little like silence thing, right? Um, instead of showing you because it's you know it's like Gravy said it's not really necessary, right? Some some people may it want would, it like it, you. It would also slow but, the momentum of the scene because we're yes, for remember sure. monsters are coming. We need yeah. to go. Um, yeah. And then this slow ass mom and her baby's like, "Yo, what's up?" Monster comes, kills them. Movie ends. Yikes. <laughs> Part three, here we come. Part three, soon. Don't make a part three. Let it be over. That's the thing is, I don't know if they will. But going on to that, right? We see his character for the first. Well, I mean, his second time, I should say, right? But then again, this is a new character. This is a new Killian Murphy, right? He's lost. He's changed. He has two sons in the movie, right? At the beginning, he was playing kids baseball and, and one sitting with him. Yeah, and a wife. Yeah. Um, and so he. I think once he speaks, she knows exactly who he is. She knows because I guess the timeline is what like it's been ninety days, right? It's been ninety days since. No, it's been four hundred days. Four hundred days since. The oh, aliens? that's right. Sorry, yeah. sorry. I was reading the synopsis for the first one. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's been a whole year and some change, right? Yeah. So in that time, they haven't seen each other, and sure enough, he doesn't have anybody there except himself, which is kind of sad, sad. Honestly, yeah. very sad. We. Anybody though? Say it again. Say it again. Yeah, you didn't really like want to connect with anybody either, though. Like he just wanted to be alone after everything. Yeah. True. True. Yeah. Which I love the scenery in his little, um, like his his little house down there that that he's built. The pictures of his kids and stuff. Yeah. All the paintings. That's gut wrenching because it's like because drawings. they don't necessarily tell you until it's like later on that they're gone, right? It's just implied that he's just by himself. You just know they're gone because he's exactly. alone. Exactly. Well, I feel like didn't they? Didn't he talk earlier? He's when they were all hiding, and uh, right when he saved them. Yeah, the first, the first time. time they talk is in the, uh, the boiler, the bellows yeah. thing. That's I the thought he said something about the the boys died on the the first day, and then his wife that's died later. Like, just a couple weeks. Okay. That's later. Yeah, see, that's definitely later. The first time, the whole conversation of the first time is her being like, "Emmett, I know it's mm. you." That's that whole yeah. first conversation. And he's all like, you can't stay here. We don't have water. We don't have food. Don't we don't have, have this. Food. We don't have that. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I gotcha. And uh, then they treat her son after they cut, right? They cut uh, to uh, the monster's gone. We can go outside. Yeah. Uh, and they're treating her son because he's got a bear trap injury, which <laughs> fuck. And she's like, it didn't go to the bro- bone. And I'm like, bullshit. That little kid's skinny legs, his bone would be broken. He'd be dying broken. right now. Fucked. Yeah. I mean, if it was supposed to snap one of those aliens, you know. Tiny it's a bear trap. Not do much. Yeah. yeah, it'll... Uh, he he would have gotten bone break fever and he would have fucking died, son. Dead. Is that real? You bone said break bone, break, bone break fever? Yeah, if the marrow from inside your bones seeps into your bloodstream, it'll kill you. Without antibiotics. Dude. Yeah. So is that why she had to go to the? That's why she went to the pharmacy. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. Well, no, she went to the pharmacy because of infection. Because yes, the claws. I think that we get a shot of it too of his leg when she's just about to be like, "It's all right, baby," and she's like, tying him up and putting the. Oh no, no, putting the tequila or whiskey on him. 
right? Mm-hmm. Or, or mm-hmm. vodka. I think it was vodka. It was clear. She she mainly goes to get oxygen though. She gets medications too before yeah, grabbing no, the oxygen. But I don't think she goes strictly for whatever. She goes to the she fucking pharmacy. She says she does. Remember? Because yeah, she says know. she says if I don't go, you'll die. She says I can't lose you too. She says okay, that. Well, oh, see, yeah. So that's why this is where I saw this was what I was questioning too because the movie kind of made it out to seem like if she was going for oxygen more because they kept showing that little dial thing <laughs> looking yeah. like he was getting low and then she starts like just disappearing on her side. Like why couldn't she tell him hey I'm going to go get you medicine otherwise you're going to die. At no point does she see the dial except for that one time when it had like a quarter left. Yeah so she knows but it's getting she down there. says verbally out in the open she says i need to go get you medicine or you're going to be in pain and i can't lose you too so she yeah, says so she was just the primary mission yeah but she's mainly talking about oxygen listen agree to disagree she went for oxygen right ben okay she went for <laughs> medicine because he was questioning the mothering <laughs> <laughs> but you're not a mother you don't know you can't speak on mothers this is fair, this is fair. good yeah, point she's not being a bad mother she's getting medicine for her kid i don't know what you're talking about I'm questioning why she didn't just tell him she was going to leave first. She was just disappearing and he caught her leaving. Did she disappear? Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's just, right. You know, she's, already like that. Halfway, she's already halfway out of the room and he pops up. He's like, where are you going? You know? So so, so before all this, oh, what yeah. happens, Ben? Right? He's like Drama, begging her, don't go. <laughs> no, not, not that. <laughs> no, I'm talking no, about like, what later. happens. There's a few the, scenes. Yeah. There's between. a few scenes before that. Specifically, I'm talking about the... Uh, the radio scene, right? Which they hear a radio play for the first time, right? It's like a radio station. Yeah, it's playing Beyond the Sea from the Bioshock yeah. trailer from 2006. Ooh, scary, Somewhere scary. Beyond the Sea. It's playing that. Keep going. Keep going. She's there waiting for me. My love Oof. stands on golden sand and watches the ships that go sailing. Somewhere, do do do. I love that song. He said, doo, doo, doo. Bobby Dar in 1950s. You're a fucking legend. He's dead. Uh, <laughs> How dead? Hella dead. He died in like the 60s. He died. That was died like young. a few years ago. So going from there. Yeah, we're off topic. We, uh, Tangent. They they do what they so so that's the thing, right? She puts together that a radio station is playing that, and then she puts together the vicinity of how far the radio station would be, right? That that part. Up where it's playing from no she has yeah. the radio logbook that her dad got at some point before the first movie but he showed in the first movie because it's the red radio logbook oh yes correct yeah correct because correct. he had like that radio station i don't remember because the whole first movie he's trying to find people so he's listening to the radio constantly which makes this kind of sad because it's the valley the valley the reveal is that the valley yes. kills signals because it's like full of metal. Feeds, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it just kills the radio signal coming in. So he was never, ever going to hear anybody in that valley, which is such a that? bummer. Because somebody tells the character that Kill- is Killian it, uh, says that. Killian Murphy, right? right? Yeah. I thought so. I thought so. I, I, I wasn't 100 percent sure, but OK, cool. Because that part, I don't think I remember that. But they do reference that she wants to be better for her dad, right? She wants to be this she she basically wants to take over what her dad was doing in order for them to survive right yeah, which she is wants beautiful to find she wants to get out um which which i also loved i i you can tell that the story's written more for the daughter than it is for the son right mm-hmm. the son 
you know, he's like, fuck it, you're hurt. You're going to be hurt the whole movie. You won't have a whole scene until the end. She's yeah. a primary. So, she's a primary. And so I loved, which it's something that John Krasinski did bring up was the fact that he wanted it to revolve around the kids, the second yeah. movie, not about the parents, which well, they do very well. Yes, for sure. That's yeah. which, which that shot was sick. But so everybody which goes one? on their own adventure, right? The, uh, shot, the shot where they're both like the two kids are doing something. Finally. Oh, at the very end? At the yeah, very yeah. end, yeah. Yeah. When they're we'll finally doing something. Yeah. I know what you're talking about, though. <laughs> so, going forward, everybody goes on their own little adventure, right? She wants to find this radio station to see if there's a place they can live. So she wants to go by herself for some reason because they know that they're not going to let her go by herself, right? And because he's hurt. Yeah. He goes, she goes on a mission. She goes gone. And then Killian Murphy's character is confronted by Emily Blunt, right? She's all like, yeah. she gone. I need you to go find my fucking daughter because she fucked her. up. Because my husband, if he were here, he would tell you that she's someone worth saving. Yes. Which, yes. holy shit, what a line. I loved it. I love that delivery. Yeah. I love that whole thing. She's someone worth saving. And, of course, he has to Which go. Which, is, is it before or after where uh, where she tells Killian Murphy, the daughter tells Killian Murphy, that you're not like him? Or That's you're nothing like after. him? After. After. So, okay. she says that before she leaves. That's, that's cool. okay. Yeah, when when they get the radio and he's got he's he the the boy is on a gurney, he's got the headphones on and she's cycling through stations and when they find beyond the sea, that's when that confrontation happens where she says you're not like him. Yeah. That's when that happens. And then after that, she goes on her own on her adventure. Which she which I love because it made it seem like she felt she was invincible because she knew this technique to kill him, right? But she's still a kid. You know what I'm yeah, saying? She doesn't so have the strength. She doesn't have the capacity and, you know, I like, like to think about what you need to do to get forward or whatever. So I love that, that like how it, it leads to the train sequence, right? No. But but everybody goes on their own mission. She goes, um, Emily Blunt's character, right? She convinces uh, Killian Murphy to go find her, which is cool because it kind of ended in a way where you don't know if he is or not, right? Yeah, we don't see that. Yeah, until yeah. he shows up. Until he great. shows up yeah. and saves her. Which let's let's go on that train scene. Ben, go ahead and take it from here, bro. What happens on the train? I just want to say I love the train. I thought the whole yes. train was cool. Oh, it looked beautiful, dude. Yeah, it, it was I, gorgeous. That, that whole awesome. set, the whole yeah. set, bro. Fuck, yeah, yeah. dude. The sound design on that was beautiful because it was quiet, but you can see the little creaks, mm-hmm. everything when she was on that the, fucking yeah. train. Yeah, dude. Fuck. Yeah, fuck that. Was good. I really liked it when the, the all the crows popped out too. Because at first I thought it, I was I didn't know if it was going to be one of those aliens or not. But then you could kind of hear the birds in the background too after a bit, so that helped. Yeah. Um, then she gets all the way down to the end of the train, and she's reaching her arm through, and she gets the first aid kit. And I'm just confused by what why the skeleton dropped. So that's the kind of that was me. just a cheap jump scare. Mm-hmm. So, so the idea is the door the... was blocked by it, right? By the skeleton, yeah. something. So mm-hmm. when she gets the thing cheap jump scare rules the skeleton now dislodges and it scares the audience okay whatever it doesn't matter getting the first aid kit that's smart that shit hasn't been touched grab it definitely Mm -hmm. that's some last of us shit we need that (laughs) it's the apocalypse all of this does make her end up screaming so then that triggers or that lures one of the aliens which is a very good detail that they added her being like her her whimpering in fear right screaming that little scream is what awakens that creature to come out. Oh, and Which, I love the shot. That, yes, <laughs> yep, bro. My yeah. God. You want me to? I, I love the Say her, it. He, her Say head it. is obscuring the rest of the train. And as she leans back, 
when she's calming down, we see it's peeking in in the background. And of course, we can't hear it because I think we're in her world. We're right? in her. Yes. Yeah. Yes, bro. Yes. Great shit. Beautiful. It's all visual. Beautiful. It's awesome. And then, uh, yeah, it starts coming at her. She she does the thing, right? Yeah. So she yeah. she which I don't know how she hears it. Right. But she must turn around. So something happens. Oh, I think she sees it off the reflection or something like in front of her, like a door thing. Right. Or and then that's what turns something. it around. Yeah, yeah. And she turns around and then that's when she pulls out the her her boom box of truth. Yeah. And it's still coming. She misses with the. She hits it, but she doesn't kill it with the first shotgun shot. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, like her mom let's go. Did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. And that's when uh, Killian Murphy gets revealed. He went because he shoots that thing in the back of the head, and then the bullet goes through and kills her immediately, and the movie ends. No, no, it doesn't. That's no, it it just kills that the monster. That would be too accurate. That, that would be too accurate. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I I feel you, bro. Hundred percent. I feel you. Feel you. And then from there, we go into a good sequence, I think, between them, right? Where she's trying to tell him, like, help me instead of be because he wants to bring her back. He wants to bring her back and just say, hey, let's fucking let's well, yeah, just stop. I, I love it. It's it's directly addressing the inability to communicate. Mm-hmm. Oh, we, yeah, that's true. Yeah, they run into the train station. He leads her by the hand because he's the adult. He's here. He's taken control, which, yes, good great leader let's go and it's directly he starts saying i'm taking you back and she goes enunciate and i'm like yes mm-hmm. i love it it's just building their repertoire together to be able to say things to each other no that's great if they make a part three killian better be fluent in american sign language by that time because uh <laughs> otherwise he's been slacking dude <laughs> right, it's really cool to see their relationship grow throughout the movie mm-hmm. too yeah he's, he's like, i mean before they just don't know each other at all like when you when you see them in like the uh the the prequel or whatever the baseball like, yeah the the, pre- yeah, the baseball game like i mean they, they kind of talk but it's not like they're like close or anything it, it's that like- kind of it's that kind of relationship where it's like your dad's friend so you call him an uncle even though they're not your uncle you know that kind of thing and then it, it reflects later where he's you know he's the protective adult because he knows her and knows her dad and everybody i like it oh going from there what did you guys think about the next scene right because it we don't go back to emily bunn's character i believe just yet right we stay when they go to bed right like like it cuts to the next scene after she's been asleep or something like that or do we cut back to emily bunn's character no, we cut I back forget. to something else and then come back to that come back okay yeah so i'm assuming that next back scene to? isn't emily Blunt yeah walking that's on what i'm path? trying to think that's what i was thinking because she think walks this on point the path, she's already gone she goes to the cross she takes her wedding ring off and she puts it there at the cross for their youngest. Yes, yes. As a memorial. Which was sad as fuck. Well. That was sad as fuck. Super sad, yeah. That was sad as fuck. And then she goes which, to the pharmacy. Yes, and then that we don't hang too much on her, which is good because you know it, they, they emphasize uh, new characters. What she's a doing lot. is important, but it's not as important as what's driving the plot. So mm-hmm. it's like good to see her, but she she's there to. I mean, as you know, this she's she's there to mm. kill the spacing between the main plots, so we're not constantly jumping forward in time. Yeah, yeah. And then from there, we cut to them waking up, which I love that scene because she immediately thinks that he just took her only weapon and just left her. Yeah, like everything. Um, yeah, because it's you know, as much as she wants to trust him, as as much as she's preaching all this shit, like my dad, this, my dad, that, she does something her dad probably wouldn't do, which is accuse somebody immediately of that, right? 
But I love when she's running out and she's like trying to figure out like I don't what where the fuck you go crying right she's breaking down yeah. to him showing up is like yo what the fuck are you doing right yeah and, uh, and I love the, the, the setup path is this way for the prior scene because when they're developing their communication she's like no no, no it you know it's it's here I just I'm trying to find a boat because she explained that to her brother earlier <laughs> she tries to tell him what the mission is to try to get him on the side and they do another good job of saying Killian Murphy might not be on board for that. It going into you know, mm-hmm. she wakes up with her implant. You don't thing. know until he comes over in the next scene and says, "I found a boat," and he puts it into frame. <laughs> I love that he just puts it into frame. That's uh, that's great. That's I, I just love that shit. Just it's not him walking up. It's just the item she's needs. And mm-hmm. sorry, the little film, love it. Little editor thing. I just love that shit. Because a medium would be boring of him just standing there, but putting it into frame is like, yes, okay, cool, mm-hmm. he's in. Yeah, because super tight on her, and you just see the right. Come on in. Yep. And uh, yeah, there's there was never a doubt in my mind that Killian Murphy was gonna be that bad guy. Come on, let's be real, right? Of course, he's a but, hero. He's a fucking yeah, action that's hero. That's what I'm saying. The whole that's movie. what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So I'm just like, come on, son, you really doubted my homie. And um, what happens next after this? Somebody take this. He says, I found a boat. And no, that's I mean, when I get we, that, yeah. Well, I, I, that's to dr- drive it forward. I found a boat. He's we on board. The and then we drive sequence. back to, we go back to the sun, I think, right? Is the sun yes, next? yeah. Because he starts, just, uh, that's so dumb to me. I just hate it. No, he's the an The reason why I don't like it, he's an yes, idiot. Be, be, because don't he leave. puts a baby in the oxygen and he's like, I'm going to go fucking explore. Yeah, right. walk well, out with upstairs. a mangled just... leg. I'm going to walk around this giant, dangerous industrial factory mm-hmm. with a mangled yeah. leg with, and make noise. With the, same time, with the same time that everybody else is doing everything else, he walks upstairs. You know, yes. like that's how I catch it. Yeah, yeah. He walks, uh, he starts no, going it, up to when his daylight. It happens at the time that his mom is already walking back. No, no, no. He's so, yeah, yeah. But he's walking up there when it's daylight. But when he gets up there, it's already like nightfall kind of no it's still daylight are you sure because yeah. when he finds the body it's nightfall no when he he opens it is it and it's daylight. they're gone overnight yeah so they're gone overnight he, he doesn't too. leave until the next day he doesn't leave the oh, safety of the bunker until the next day gotcha. yeah it's a timing thing but yeah no it's daylight he because the reverse shot of him before he's going to open the blinds they're oh, shit, orange right. from the sunlight coming through the mm. the glass Oh, no, 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 hold on. What's the, no, okay, so, yeah, so he does see her, I think, when it's daylight, but it's, it's, it's nighttime, I think, because he sees, he sees the creatures coming in from the window, and that's what makes him run downstairs, because he, like, trips over something, and it crashes, whatever, but he yeah. sees the creatures coming in from downstairs, but it's nighttime when that happens. Because he panics at a dead body, even though he's been in the apocalypse for Which, over a year. <laughs> it's a dead fucking body, you kidding me? It's a dead body. Hey, you trying to see the body? He's gonna scare me every time, uh, my guy. It's kind of in Killian's like living space. So I thought that was kind of weird too. Yeah, yeah so that's wife. the wife, right? Like eleven weeks, and she's just chilling. But he told him, live. he told him that she yeah. died a minute ago, right? He said eleven weeks. Eleven weeks. Would you keep your wife just chilling on well, like the kitchen table? Can you table? bury her when burying makes sound? Can you move her body without making sound? Burn her. Burning her yeah, makes sound. Is that not like a uh, like too? Fire makes sound. Wait, yeah, they they buried the baby that got. Oh no, he got got. Never mind. He got got. I was like, they didn't bury him at all. They dead. fucking John Krasinski <laughs> stood there with a tear running down his head face, 
watching his kid get mauled by a fucking alien <laughs> and he doesn't make any noise because he's got to save the rest of the family. Goddamn, a quiet place is good. Touche. 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 Okay. Touche. Touche. Yeah. But he sees the aliens coming in, right? Because he makes a noise. And then yeah. that's what leads him to go downstairs. And I think he gets downstairs faster than he gets upstairs, right? Because he starts panicking and um, mm -hmm. hears the creatures and puts himself in a dire situation, which is actually pretty scary, I think. When he gets himself in that fucking, uh, in the when he, he rushes to put in baby, his, uh, his, his son, his sister, whatever the fuck it is, in the boiler thing, right? Gets in there, doesn't leave the fucking towel on and just shuts that bitch. Yeah. Locks yeah, himself in. Radio. What'd you what? say? He runs out for the radio, though. That's before he closes he the, the gate. Yeah. Because, because oh, yeah, yeah. she oh, yeah. says, she says, listen, listen. listen. Yeah. yeah, correct, correct, correct. That's actually a very key point. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because he does take it in there with him, but it's just him and his I'm younger brother? sibling. Younger sibling, yeah, <laughs> the baby. He puts the himself baby. in the bed in the. Uh, and I'm not talking about the rapper, the baby. I'm talking about his little oh. baby sibling, right? Oh, no. He's in no, there the baby. with his He's baby, <laughs> with his sibling, right? And next thing you know, he shuts the thing, and then that's when the audience, including myself, I was like. Fuck. You dumbass. You didn't put the towel on, you fucking prick. <laughs> you what are you gonna idiot. do now? God damn it, kid. Bitch. All you're doing is fucking this whole thing up, kid. You just had to kick it the whole fucking time. Yeah. Then he just gets like it. His mom comes back right then, too. Boilers, bro. She do doesn't come back come right on, then. Man. She comes back after time. Time passes. Which, which I love back. that scene because we're we're still in there, right? Let's just talk about that little <laughs> scene, right? I love the scene, considering the fact that he's. Selfishly, he wants to steal the oxygen from his sibling, right? Mm -hmm. But I will give him this character trait that he's just like, God damn it, I gotta do the right thing. This baby needs it more than me or whatever. Gives it to the baby and then he ends up fucking... Yeah, they, they share it for a while <laughs> and then he has to give it back because... Yeah, but he sees the meter and he's all like, fuck. There's yeah. only enough for you. Let me he just makes, give it to you, which is a very good character decision. trait. Yeah. Very good character trait. I love that. Hundred percent. Love yeah. that. But as we're doing this, we see Emily's blunt character come through, and she sees that there's aliens in there, right? But simultaneously, we see our other characters. We see Killian Murphy and um, the daughter. I don't know her name or his name. Fuck. They just walking in, and they he 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 shows her the boat, right? At the marina. Yeah, thing. they're on the bridge. Mm -hmm. They're on the bridge to see the boat. Then we cut back to the mom coming back, and then we cut back to them going to the port that he pointed out and you see the radio station on the island in the distance too and you're like all right cool now there is a big key thing he talks about he says it a few times that people are different now right which is something that i knew was yep. coming because it was alluded a to it. it's it. just yes he made a good point of there being other they're people not out there saving. that they're not they're not worth saving but which is why she anybody said that she's seen, worth saving later mm -hmm. anybody's that's seen any horror movie right like any apocalypse film no, the last of us people. anything right you know you don't yeah. trust people because why gravy why they're gonna eat you yes any yeah. fucking movie any horror dystopian shit motherfuckers is cannibals you don't trust nobody yeah the nobody they go to the dock the little girl is a trap the moment i see that little girl i'm like i love that yeah it's a trap Dude, don't it's i a love trap. that because he wants to save her so bad and in the apocalypse if a little kid leads you somewhere shoot the little Fuck kid him. hunt him shoot of him. course mad max rules 
Yep, Mad, Mad Max uh, rules. That's that's yeah okay. That's, Goddamn Fury Road episode yeah. one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> Chrome edition, black and white only, boys. No, they uh, son. Okay, but I do love that sequence because it shows the character of Killian Murphy. He just wants to save her, which is cute. But at the same time, I'm like, bitch, she's like covered in dirt, mud. I know you can't that's trust this caution. hoe. Oh, some caution at least. It's a good know, trap. Like, the fishing net with all yeah, the cans sure. and shit. Great oh trap. yeah, yeah, sure. and um. The moment uh, the first adult shows up, uh, my dad goes, he has cannibal eyes. And I'm like, what do you mean? Uh, if you eat human meat, uh, your eyes become bloodshot. Really? Because, yeah, eating human meat, your body says yeah, no. Yeah, I can't accept it. I, uh, I've seen, um, have you ever seen The Book of Eli? Yes, mm. the shaking yeah. hands. Yes, yes, shaking that's, hands. That's, that's the, the only thing that I remember. Yeah. Because that's, that's you, can get a, you can get a narrowed... Uh, Neurological disorder from eating human meat, but also you get physiological disorders. That's why, if you notice, I they, no have, you they have lesions on them. That's a side yeah, effect like, from eating uh, human meat. And they have the bloodshot eyes, and they're bloodshot like into the color of their eyes too. That's that's a sign of eating human meat. So the moment Ooh. this guy shows up, my yeah, dad goes, "He's got cannibal eyes," and a part of my brain went, "How the fuck do you know what cannibal eyes look like?" <laughs> He's like, "Cause I seen him personally." He's like, "I was in the army, boy." <laughs> he was he was deployed three times. You never know what he saw over there. He probably sees some shit. No, for fucking... sure. He seen cannibal eyes apparently. For sure. He saw cannibal eyes. Yep. Uh, yikes. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, that's when. Um, Killian Murphy action hero because he goes cool callback he goes dive mm -hmm. he makes a sign mm -hmm. language for dive Beautiful. great callback and then he fucking grabs the dude with the trap and drags him back dude I was like action movie let's go great shit and then dude my favorite Killian Murphy thing in the movie though is when he pulls the knife and he just fucking stabs the dude in the leg and the dude's like uh, ah! and he fucking yells and yeah. he jumps Pussy. in badass dude Badass, I fucking and love it. I love how these creatures are just everywhere, right? They're Dude, just they're like, everywhere. fuck it. Yeah. Like, like they, they hear a noise, they're like, oh shit. <laughs> and they just go towards it, which is awesome because they just chase him down, right? And and next thing you know, she dives in when she peeks back up. We get like a weird shot where you like water, it's like distorted, it's like distorted and shit, right? And motherfuckers are being slaughtered by these creatures, which is yeah. sick. Which is and sick it's as cool fuck. him picking up because he's choking on the, on the thing yeah. and then it gets released. And there's blood that comes in with it because the monster cut it. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, like, yeah, yeah, I, I just love that he doesn't free himself. It was luck. You, <laughs> well, you kind of. All this is happening. It flashes back to the uh, the mom again, though, right? Like when the fire kicks up. So yes. when they first get trapped, then it flashes back, and so then it comes what's back going and on we with stay the in this action scene. What's going on with the mom, Benji? Yeah. Uh, so she ends up coming back to the place, and then uh, she realizes that the aliens there. So she sets up like this little trap or something. I I, get, I don't know if there's like gasoline on the ground. Yeah. Or she but... she sacrifices one of the oxygen tanks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So to... she shoots straight in the air, lures the guy out, lures the alien she out. She looks then... at a faucet, and it's dripping. And I think we've already seen it too. That was already set up earlier. I thought it was dripping water, but since it's flammable, it's probably dripping whatever fuel used to be used to light the burners. So that makes mm. sense that it would catch fire. Uh, shooting the O2 tank won't do that. Uh, that's a movie thing. I'll just say happened. it. That's a movie thing. It happened in the movie. Happened in the movie. But then it must that's be real. Fair. It's a it's a movie <laughs> thing. Yeah. Then it must be real. 
That been in the movie, it's gotta be real, bro. You kidding me? But I love How she else? blows it up and it doesn't give a fuck. It just comes out of the fire like, where you at, bitch? So then <laughs> it sets off the sprinklers from above. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Which the is smart. Hydra. Yeah. That's smart. That's loud. Water falling mm -hmm. everywhere. It's like Daredevil, bro. And, and, and that also gives it a good callback to the uh, first one with the waterfall. Yeah, with the rainer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which was cool. That was dope. And then she's able to get her ass back down there, right? Mm hmm. But doesn't one of the creatures follow her, right? Yeah, she kind of takes her sweet time getting down there and stuff. So I don't know. No, no I, it I falls in. Up. It falls in. Oh, after. it does fall in. No, no, no. She, she goes gets... down. She gets down quietly, but she makes noise down there and it starts breaking through the floor to get oh, to her. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's why the big bellows hurt. falls through. Yeah. It's because it broke through the floor. Yeah. And then we cut back to Killian Murphy and them make it onto a boat. The marine is like fucking a shit show. Everybody's dead, basically. Yeah, and then but we, we get see the one most of the creatures. Thing. Exactly. Go, go for it. We get one of, one of the creatures, which, listen, I find fucking stupid. All right. I'll say it right now. I think I that's think the dumbest sense. thing of this whole thing. No, disagree. Say it, say it, and then we'll we'll talk about it. Say it. So a creature gets on the boat, and then it's. Oh, well, first off, we get the realization, which is smart. They can't swim. Mm -hmm. These creatures cannot swim, right? Yeah. Which is something that I asked myself as soon as they were on the boat. I was like, can they fucking swim? And we see one fucking just not make it, right? But we see another one that gets on a boat and it's just like the, the it could be because I think some there's somebody that gets on the boat, right? They're trying to escape, and then the creature chases it, gets on the boat, and it just fucks it up. And that's the last we kind of see of the boat. Yeah. Until we later see it on. on the boat, though. Yes, we do see it on the boat. It's that's the most the important boat. thing. And then but it probably Killian goes into Murphy hibernation, in her, right? Because that's what they do. Yeah, they, they they probably don't hear shit. They're like, all right, fuck, I'm asleep. Yeah. <laughs> but Kelly Murphy and the daughter get on the beach. They get on the island, right, that they're looking for. Yeah, they're and what they cross. find is a civilization having a fucking barbecue, bro. It's like a vacation village or something, <laughs> and people are just chilling. They got, like, a bonfire, and they're all loud. And I, 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 yeah. Yeah, I just love that shot of Kelly no Murphy stepping out with the bonfire lighting him up, and he's just fucking shocked. That this is here, mm -hmm. just I, and then you just, just like steps back, being around the fire. We don't have that whole, oh my god, who are you? Because it, it would kill the momentum. We don't need it. Mm -hmm. He's just around the fire, and they're being served food and stuff. And he's he's just sitting there like this, like, like what the fuck? This is real, you know. I love that shit. But I, going back, I think we had a different point. I was agreeing that it was cool that they drown because they're fucking. They have to be heavy, right? Yeah, for if, sure, because of the if, skin and everything. If, yeah. if in this universe, tanks and shit aren't killing them, their armor's got to be thick and heavy as fuck, you know? So they probably literally can't swim because they weigh too much. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I like that they drown. That's great. Yeah. So everybody like on New too. Zealand, they're all alive. Uh, everybody in Australia, they're Unless fine. Unless they landed in there. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Like, it, the only way it makes sense is... There's like two ways. Their planet blew up and they somehow lived through that, which I don't think is possible. Or it's an attack. Yes. I think they're leading with what John Krasinski brought up was that it was the planet blowing up an asteroid bringing them here. But the more you think about the fact they can't swim, the more you realize that is it just the US that's affected, right? It had to have landed somewhere else, right? Like a bigger mass. They show land, footage right? from Europe. That's 
Oh, oh no, no, oh, yeah, Shanghai. Right. Shanghai. In the very beginning, it was Shanghai. Oh, he said, okay. unknown numbers are dead in Shanghai. Oh, in, yes, correct, correct, correct. Yeah, in, the, uh, dudes, like, in, in the bombing, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But even then, like, if it lands in Shanghai, I mean, that's a whole fucking that's land a whole con- mass, that's, right? That's yeah, Asia and fucked. Europe are gone. Yeah. And, For no, sure, and 100%. Africa. Asia, Europe, and Africa are gone. Because it does connect, you're right. Because it's all connected. That's the majority of the world's gone. But it also but, lands in North America, yeah, which means North and which, South America <laughs> are gone. Yeah. So, Fuck, yeah. yikes. But New Zealand? Damn. You fine. Taika Waititi's alive. That's all we need. That's all Taika we need. Is alive with with his two babes, bro. We're just hanging out. Oh that's, yeah. That's the dream. That's the dream. Oh, that shit kills that's me. The dream. That shit kills me, dude. So it's, then we uh, see. So Emily Blunt's character gets a little hurt, right? She gets hurt by one of the creatures because she's like kind of after they're in the thing. Well, because this is why yeah, I said right. she was taking her time because that's uh, very the, that's near the end of the movie. Yeah. Because she's hurt from the first film, which is why she's limping. Yeah, so that's when she stepped on the nail in the first one. But in the second one here, she sets off off the sprinklers upstairs and then she gets all the way downstairs and she could just kind of like get moving in there. I guess she's like kind of letting them air out and whatnot. But then the thing does end up finding them eventually. I think she's trying to be quiet, but it's like too late for that. Or something because mm-hmm. she's like trying to like take care of the kid and then he sees it behind her and he like makes that face that is true that is true um but i think that happens the same time that is daylight on the island right and then we're introduced to a great actor he's extremely underutilized in this movie um the oh, guy from yeah. blood diamond i don't know i cannot say his name to save my life and i do it's not remember dj i am a n right jiman something like that yes yes no i, I yeah, think yeah. it's d-i-j-o-u i don't fucking know extremely good actor he's a good actor but he's extremely underused in this movie it's almost like they introduced him spoilers just to kill him off in five minutes of his screen time yeah um, he, he's a good village elder i could see him leading a yeah i just wish that my 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 biggest complaint about this uh movie is that we didn't spend nearly enough time on a little island to like care about anything that goes on you feel me they're they land they see what's going on and then the next day they're like all washed up and they're like, yeah, let me, yeah, we'll take you to the radio so you can blah, 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 this, this, and that. And then yeah. uh, then we get the the realization that the boat, which is revealed by Killian Murphy, that he, you scary. know, he's looking around. Yes, it That's is scary. scary. I still find it stupid as fuck. But he walks around, he sees the boat and he's all like, fuck, I remember a creature being on there. There's no yeah. way that it's not on there no more. And he immediately runs back to the... Uh, the camp and the chaos ensues, which is like, get inside, get inside. Mm -hmm. Well, I love it. I mean, because we saw in the dock battle that that boat was cut loose Mm -hmm. and it would flow towards the island because the way the inlet is. Yeah, the way inlets work, it would flow towards the island. And then it would hit the island and pass or go by. It felt more like No, don't get me wrong. It was, we need a plot. Yeah, it, it felt a lot like movie coincidence than it being it like something. It's movie I coincidence. This crazy I agree. Alien thing just like paddling through the ocean. You know? Oh, they're stupid. <laughs> they're just wild animals. They don't know how to do that. But uh, I I agree. No, no, no. Don't get me wrong. It is movie needs to happen. The script says so. But it's also believable because it, the boat's cut loose and water flows towards you know, down the channel and it flows outward from the center of the stream towards whatever land masses. So it's it's plausible enough to where I could overlook it, but I do agree. It Ew, is, chill. It is the saying. script needs to happen. 
Yeah, yeah no, for sure. Um, yeah. I think I think that's just one of my biggest problems is that and the island uh, sequence. Felt a little lackluster to me. I love the shot though when Killian Murphy's running, and then you see that fucking dude on the campfire, or whatever he's building oh, up, gets got and like fuck. Yeah. They in this bitch. They in this bitch. Oh, and, and then, I love um, taking that beautiful car and fucking mashing the horn. I love that shit. That's great. Just drawing it away. That's badass. But I love before that he takes the time. They take the time. They take the young ones. Like Killian takes the kid that he saved, mm -hmm. and then the village elder takes his son, and they put him in the closet. And then Killian does the iconic thing that John Krasinski does. He does the fucking. And I'm like, yes take over your dad now <laughs> i also love that in any situation where like john krasinski's still alive his daughter would be in there too but because she's yeah. the adult now right she's not in there at all so that was cool to see that she's just like cool let's go fucking do this mission yep i almost feel like this movie was kind of like setting up the kids to like have stronger roles in the future uh, yes. Can, well, I think if, I if think this movie, I think yeah. this movie was the fulfillment of them becoming oh, was what it? their dad Adults, was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, that because that's that whole mirrored sequence at the end when they both take the, the son and, and daughter the, both become brave and face the enemy. I that's see. what their dad did. The daughter's been brave the whole time. The son needs brave. <laughs> yeah, because he's got to protect his mom. And I feel so, that. That's we real. get to the radio station, right? It's just like the radio tower. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it's it's the most cliche, uh, which I love because I think it's fucking hilarious. The most cliche horror kill of all time, which he's standing in front of an open bay that has yeah, like his legs. That's very, that's very run of the mill horror movie shit. <laughs> I think it's gone. I think it's got. gone. He's like, no, no, no. He's ah! like, I gotta go back. He he gets got pulled in. I think that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Because I immediately thought of the mist when those tentacles grab that dude and pull him in. I just think it's fucking hilarious. It's like such I a love cliche. that remake just because of the ending. The mist. <laughs> yes. Oh fuck, that's dark, bro. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, going on that. But yeah, no, I just think it's a very funny uh horror kill. Because it's like he gets pulled in and all he hears the right, like him getting killed. Yeah, and they're like, we should run. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's like so, the key. Ben, take it from here, bro. What happens at the, uh, what, what do you think you like the best of the whole radio tower sequence? I like that. Well, I guess it's kind of a bit later in the scene, but I like that Killian goes into, like, he closes the door on her later when she's like in the, the sound booth room. I it's like that, that hero he, shit. Yeah. It's like that final moment where it's like, this is all going down here. You, you could do it, but like, I'm just going to like protect you here. So I really like that. I thought it showed a lot about the character that he was making the whole time. It also There's only adds one creature to in there, right? There's one yeah, creature. Only one creature. One creature on the island, I think. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's <laughs> the boat. It's <laughs> in the radio station and they're trying. It's almost like a mission from like a video game, right? That you have to sneak yeah. by it to get to the radio thing, it which is sick. feels like something you was seeing in Last of Us, yeah. like trying no, to get in for contact. sure. Yes, yes. Yeah which is dope it's beautiful because it's like very sneaky it's very stealthy so i love that aspect of it and i agree with you i think the scene where she finally gets in there but he sees that the creature sees her he's like i gotta do something so he gets in front of the door right he like breaks the window to get in right mm -hmm. or something like that and he just yeah, blocks the door noise. shuts the door yeah. Yeah. yeah and then it just it, it it fucks him up a little bit right yeah it so he's fucked leg up. up yep so and then dragging. at the exact same time, simultaneously, the alien back with Emily Blunt's character is Breaking down there. Breaking through the boiler. Yes. 
Yeah, she gets fucked up, which I love that scene because it like grabs her and just yanks yeah, and just hooks fucks up her leg. Her, into the meat of her yeah. leg. Uh-huh. And it's kind of painful. Yeah. And it's Yo, her other oh, leg. It looks gnarly. It's not the same leg. It's not the one that had the nail in it. Nope, she's fucked up. She's fucked up. Nope. Yeah. Leg. He's like, I'm gonna fuck up both legs, baby. Hell yeah. <laughs> Can't run from me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but I love how they cut back and forth from the action, right? With yeah. the shit that's going on in the radio to her, to her finally flipping the switch or whatever, right? For the well, song. It's that, it's that great. The kids are dad now. Mm-hmm. Like they, they've become what dad wanted them to always be, which is great hero people. And it's that wonderful back and forth cutting. The son, she flips the switch the noise starts playing and the sun switches the radio on and slowly moves out at the exact same time we're cutting back she's opening the door which Killian closed to keep her safe because Killian knew if the monster would kill him and she stayed quiet it would eventually leave and she chose to come outside I just it's that just it's the hero moment it's the hero Mm -hmm. moment in the hero's journey it's the choice she sets her her hearing aid into the speaker, right? And then goes live, baby. Just like we are now. And uh, all you hear is the sound echo through yeah. the whole fucking radio tower. And he hears the sound in the headset. And all he does is, well, he makes it go through the speakers, right? Of the, of the radio. And then the creature backs up in pain, like the other one is the radio tower. And then we get that cool sequence uh, between the two siblings growing yeah. up and she gets taking the, pipe, the rain. He gets the gun. They keep walking forward, and yeah, then she pulls that blade. Mm. What's like Such a big a cool industrial pipe? Yeah, yeah. It just beats the fuck out of them. Yeah, they, yeah. There, there must be like, they must have like soft brain or something under the armor. Yeah, because she takes a blunt pipe and puts it through its brain. So either mm-hmm. she's the Hulk, or they got like soft brain <laughs> under the armor. It's probably the second one because mm. if you're that armored outside, be, your yeah. insides are probably weak. So it's got to sure. be that one. But yeah, he, he, he shoots the other one, but we don't see him shoot the other one. We just cut back to the other one slumping over dead and him holding the gun at it. And you're like, yeah, fuck yeah. He became a man. Good shit. Quit crying. <laughs> He's still going to cry. There's no fucking He's way. He's still going to cry. And then that's that. That's how they wrap it up. Oh yeah, huh? that's the end of the movie, isn't it? Yeah, Holy fuck. Over and- that's what I'm saying. It Even in our discussion. Like, no, no, no. Even in our discussion, I thought we were going to keep talking. But that's no, the same. That's what I'm saying. There's no like debris from the situation at all or anything. That's it's what just I was thinking. Into, like, the, which is fine. The, I mean, you the ride the momentum aid. out to mm-hmm. the credits, I guess, which is okay. That's fair. I do have I a problem with right. the credits. I just want to say I have an issue with the credits. And the issue with the credits is this they go through the whole thing and they go to a John Krasinski film, right? And normally after that, you show the title again. They don't show the title again. They just go into the general credits. And I'm like, mm. no, show the title again. That's 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 what you you, you failed, you failed. You professional editors that are way better than me. <laughs> He's probably just like, I don't need all the praise except this. It this. says a John Krasinski film though. Give me the praise. The title doesn't need the praise. They don't need to know the title Fuck again. They already title. know. They just need to know that they I fucking know. did it. Jim from the office. Put that. There. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Jim from the office. Holy shit, we powered through that. Um. The ending is abrupt. It's a movie. It's a short movie. The ending, the ending abrupt. ends abruptly. Yes. Which I think, I think the 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 second one the, the second one the first one I thought ended better, right? Because it felt more of a climax than this one did. Yeah. This one felt like a climax, and then they were gonna come back and be like Emily Blunt, we made it. And they're like, oh my god, I love you. 
We made it, and then it's, it just like, ends, and I'm like, oh. This felt like it ended on the end of Act 2. Yes. Exactly, yeah. It also feels like Part 3 is going to start right after. It could. <laughs> no, it could, but I'm saying that as a fucking joke, though, because I think it's funny. It could. I don't want it to, because they would have to somehow explain so, how they'd be in danger. Because we're talking about this, do you guys want a sequel or a trequel? No. I would be down. I just like it. No, let it be. I over. like the world he's creating. No, 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 I want John to make other stuff. Let it be over. I think if anybody, I think if they do a Quiet Place Part 3, it, it, I mean, it wouldn't be a Part 3. It would just be a Quiet Place Tokyo or some stupid shit, right? But I, that would be a different yeah, director. No, that would I be a studio you. film. Yes, no, no, no. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is it would have to shy away from John Krasinski as a director because I think I'm, I'm with Ryan 100%. He needs to, he deserves to do something else. Do something else. For sure. I, I want to see him do something else. I want to see more see of his work because he's good. <laughs> I mean, it happens to everybody. No, no, no. I feel you. I feel you. But it's I don't just want like it to happen this fucking, early. You motherfucker, uh, man. You champion. You god king among men. You son of a bitch. Jim Halpert, you beautiful bastard. <laughs> Ham would be jealous. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think... Um, I think over the course of our discussion and thinking back of the film, I think it seems, I don't know if it was because there was some confusion here on in our discussion in relation to the timing of the events or if it's the film's fault. I think it feels a little sloppier now that we've talked about it. I think it's, um, I think it's us. I, I mainly think it's us because we were kind of on a weird scene on figuring out where the scenes were because it is edited in a different way in a sense of it's not linear like we think because the way they're coming back between journeys, right, is what most movies do. But I mean, at least it's not Dunkirk. Yeah. Yes. Which, which I think it won editing, didn't it? It did. It won best editing. I fucking knew it. I, I mean, don't get me first wrong. Off, first off, Dunkirk is a great that, movie, but I, it's nowhere near best. I call that. I call that the moment I left the theater. Anyways, yep. <clears throat> God heard me. He heard me say, "This is going with best editing." Yep. Anyways, um, yeah, no, I think. I mean, I mean, it could be a little bit of both. Um, I remember I watched it. I watched part of it the second time with my parents, uh, probably a few like two weeks ago because I wanted to see it. And uh, I when it I seen it, I remember it being a lot faster. Or, sorry, I it it shocked me how fast it was when I watched it the second time because everything was ramping up and you're you like, holy it, shit, bro. this is yeah. I was like, the second time, it's you know what's gonna happen, and all of a sudden, it's just happening way too fast, right? Uh, but I mean, it could be both of us i guess both the film being a little sloppy with the storytelling and then us just not knowing what the fuck we're talking about right ben what do you think i guess that's possible too i don't know maybe it could be helpful i mean this is like a future thing but like we could maybe like take like could just i mean if we just like agreed on like 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 group notes or something yeah like as we're watching it through uh, if you're gonna take notes take them on your own because it's gonna be a discussion so we want different yeah, fuck your notes, Ben. You kidding me? No, no, I mean, fuck if, if we all had no, the no, same... No, 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 Tell him, Gravy, fuck your notes. If we all had the same set of notes, we would all have the same conversation instead of three different viewpoints. I just guess might mean, like, like bullet points of, like, I Deep guess points, not necessarily yes. notes. No, I don't mean, get me like, wrong. There are some films gonna where I'm going to need to take notes. This is not one of them. This film's very simple. I mean, like, if we like, had, like, the scenes in order... Like we're gonna talk about these. Well, here's things. the thing, though, and and this is why I don't think it's us. I think it might be the movie. Like as far as like the sloppiness, because I watched Tomorrow War like a month before we talked about it, 
and we still nailed down the pacing yeah, I watched immediately. It two weeks before we so the fact it. that gravy watched this yesterday and you watched it the other day too or whatever it the, the fact that we couldn't figure out like what was going on in the story at what time no i i think it's fresher in my brain somehow because mm. i was we are, we are just lingering on this point it it doesn't matter it's my score went down <laughs> that's what i'm saying <laughs> My score went down. That's all you had to say. That's all you had to say. Yeah, bro. You yeah. I'm sorry. Explain I'm sorry. yourself. I'm sorry, Spotify listeners. I'm sorry, Apple Play listeners. I'm sorry, Google Podcast listeners. No, but I'm bro, not sorry, or people. Uh, campfire listeners. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, my score went oh, down. Let's see everything. If I was bit, an eight point seven five, it went back. To, it went down to an eight. It's just an eight. I think, I think I might keep it. Mine went down to 8.5. Go, Oz. 8.5. Did you have it at a 9? Oh, no, 8.7. Right? You had 8.7? 8.7. My guy, I'm going to need it to be 8.75. He dropped it down from 8.75. Yeah, let's, let's do quarters. I think, um, yeah. I, I, think I gave me, it an um, 8.47, I think. Um. <laughs> I might take away a point. It's like a 0.25. So it'll probably be like a 7.75. Um, I just think, I, you know, I, I think you're right. Like, the more I think about it, as far as, like, characters go and story beats and pacing it's it, it can be sloppy so i think it did lower for me it's the more i think about it, it i stick to my point it is a worthy sequel but i do not think it's anywhere near the level the first one was for sure yeah, and part of that was the first one was New. we haven't seen a horror movie like that we've never seen something like that yeah. i don't think we've had a horror movie it was where sound so is unique the primary and so thing different and, yeah. yeah it's a yeah. primary villain is the evil thing yeah 100 yeah. percent. i feels you my guy and it led Damn. to a lot of heartfelt moments, like the waterfall scene. It's very heartfelt in the first movie. Yeah, he's him. I I think if they would have delved into the teachings, maybe I my my biggest concern, and I'll bring this up a thousand times, is the son. I really feel like there's nothing for me there with him. It feels like he's just a side character that doesn't grow really until the very end when he's forced to grow, yeah, and yeah. it's not naturally like the daughter. I feel like the daughter was written the best, obviously, which is. Yeah. yeah, we can all agree on that. I mean, same yeah. with the first one. She was written way better mm -hmm. than he was in the first mm -hmm. one, too. Uh, yeah. But I didn't good. hate him as much. Yeah, no, no, no. She's very good. She's very talented, bro. Mm -hmm. Considering that she is deaf, um, she's able no. to pull off a performance more than most kid actors can. Definitely. Which is amazing to see because kid actors suck. Oh, Let's they're be terrible. Real. They're terrible. Kid actors suck. But she being in her, what, in her teens, maybe? Mm -hmm. well, excellent bro excellent i can't wait to see um how and if she continues acting honestly oh, um, which i would love stuff. so yeah. she'll be on a show or something so soon i would love to see how she continues on in this path and career maybe yeah. she leads the next franchise as emily blunt's daughter sidekick ass kicking something i don't know this you know spin-off franchise but, made by the studios that gets soulless and sad and then i do hope though and money. i'll agree with gravy on this and i don't think i want a part three I think this concluded okay. It's not the best ending that I would like for the two-part series, but I think it's better than continuing a part three. I think yeah. you convinced me on that too. I just I don't think the story can go anywhere else. You feel me? Like really? Not really? I think we've already encountered the fact that it can't swim. I can't swim. Uh, the only thing that would change would be like if which which would be awful because I'm thinking like a studio. What if there was a bigger alien 
that we haven't seen yet that's only in Europe. Oh, that, fuck. You know what I'm saying? That's just what that's that's what Stop studios Stop talking do, like a producer. Right? I hate it. I hate it. Because that's exactly oh. what a studio would do. Is You're like, making what me actually nauseous. Here? I'm going to throw up into my potion. <laughs> Disgusting. I'm because just that's saying, what would happen. I'm just saying. You're 100% Listen, right. If, that's what would happen. If it happens, you heard it here first on this podcast. That you heard we're it here on Rewind. Predicting yeah. the future again. Rewind. <laughs> the Rewind podcast. <laughs> Coming at you recorded from OBS. Thank you, OBS. I want to I want to thank our sponsors, Open Broadcast Software, which paid us nothing. Love you. I'm sorry. So, as a conclusion, um, yes. let's let's take it away, Gravy. On you, bro. The outro. The outro. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, guys. I don't know. Uh, that was our strange conversation about a quiet place part two, mainly some part one. Uh. It was a little sloppy, just like the sequel was a little sloppy. And I know you love that slop. All right. Uh, I'm I'm Ryan. You can call me Gravy. I'm at Gravy Bacon One on Twitter. And if you follow me on Twitter, it's mainly going to be mo- me posting about when I go live on my Twitch or when new episodes of Rewind go up on our YouTube. And that would be Gravy My Bacon on both YouTube and uh, Twitch. And of course, if you're listening on Spotify and you want to see a video version of this podcast go to the rewind podcast on youtube uh and um vice versa if you're watching on youtube but you want to hear it in the car on the way to work where you hate yourself for eight straight hours by all means we are on spotify we are on google Podcasts. we are going to be on apple here soon once anchor gets that sorted out we're on like five different platforms i can't remember them all off the top of my head uh what about you oz who are you where are you where can they find you and make my love to is- you Oh, yikes. Takers, please. Uh, my name is Oz. Um, you can find me on Instagram. Yo, dot, it's Oz. Um, I mainly post photography and some videography, videography oh, work. Oh, he posts some hotties um, on Instagram. Yeah, so if you, you want to see some... Yeah, if you want to see some babes, come through. Come say what's up. Uh, I got a few on the page. I got some cool work coming up, so I can't wait to share that with you guys. I also stream occasionally on uh, Freaky X Naughty on Twitch, uh, so find me on there. I'm also on Instagram there too. I got some clips. Check me out. Let's hear it. Ben, take hey us everyone. away. I'm Ben, but I don't really post on social media. So if you even find my account, it's private, and you probably wouldn't even want to see what's on there anyway. So it's all porn. Respectable, respectable. It's, it's all his left ass cheek. Just it's just ass. screenshots of his left ass. No, you he's know, an Instagrammer that takes pictures of food, and that's all he posts. But he keeps it private because he wants to only show his friends. Hey, weird. That's me on Instagram, but it's not private. Oh, shit, yeah, it's not private. That's <laughs> different though. But I don't shout that's it different. out because I don't give a fuck about Instagram, bro. But that's because I ain't taking pictures of hotties. <laughs> yeah, for real. You, you have an audience. I don't care. I just post food. My dog. Mm-hmm. Um, well, holy shit, that was a rewind podcast. Thanks for listening. Uh, I hope you survived through this conversation like we all survived the quiet place <laughs> do we stare at the camera like we're being haunted or In yes silence. are we done so i can get up and stretch god damn okay i literally haven't stopped the recording so this will be in the final episode you getting up and stretching yes your beautiful ass and that gorgeous the gorgeous pink bar okay <laughs> goodbye everybody ben say goodbye ben goodbye, everybody. say goodbye goodbye everybody